When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome back to the Chelsea podcast. I am Chaz and as ever, I have the mighty mooch with me. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. And we are we are joined once again by the spy himself, Mr. Neil Barnett. Neil, thanks for joining us again. How are you? Um, I'm grand. I'm I'm looking forward to this game. I, look, uh, I have to go and watch other games in the last few years in my in my other life, as I call it. And and last season, the three teams that I enjoyed watching the most, if I can call it enjoying when it's not Chelsea, were <laughs> Brighton, uh, Arsenal, yes. And Manchester City. Get and, out. And I Resign think, your commission. <laughs> I think people who watch Manchester City on television, but not in the flesh, don't understand how genius they are. And when you see them in the flesh, the way they move the ball, the way they understand space, the technical quality of some of them. Uh, and, and I want them to collapse. <laughs> Absolutely disastrously, because <laughs> they're run by a nation state uh, where um, family of the leaders kidnap their own sisters and daughters and and uh, post uh, videos on YouTube of uh, one of them trying to kick someone to death. Quite one of the worst things I've ever seen. Uh, and and you know that's the reality of behind the scenes at Manchester City. But the reality of football club at Manchester City is they've got the best chief executive, the best director of football, and by a million miles, the best manager. And it is not the money that is making Manchester City what they are. It is Pep Guardiola, because he did it at Barcelona, and he did it at Bayern Munich. And and everyone, when they signed Edison, said, who's he? And everyone, when they spent the money they spent on Carl Walker and John Stone said, you're you nuts, doing? you don't know what you're doing. Uh, uh, and everyone said that when they signed Kevin De Bruyne as well, mm. by the way, which was before Pep went. Uh, and and uh, it, 
he's changed his tactics completely in the last 15 months, Pep, from 11 players who can all play to 10 players plus 50 goals mm. a season. Uh, and he's won the treble doing it. And and he he is he is a genius. They are all genii. Doc is the most exciting arrival in the Premier League this season. I was going to mention him on your list of uh, underrated purchases, or who who was he yeah. purchases? And, well, Doc did well. He did yeah, he had this as a substitute. Yeah. Uh, a few years ago, but but um, uh, they are unique. Um, but every so often we beat them. Mm. I was going to say, let's let's start with the cheery. Let's start with the cheery stuff. I mean, the one thing that we have said on here and seems to be being uh, proved to be true is that when we face teams so far this season, let's put it this way, when we face teams that actually want to come out and play and therefore allow us a little bit of space behind, we can actually get to use our pace occasionally and we can cause some problems. Ergo, we managed to get a draw against Liverpool, probably should have won. We managed to get a draw against Arsenal, probably should have won. Um, we beat Tottenham, albeit with uh, a healthy dose of help from them imploding. Could that be something that works in our favour? Mooch, we've been talked about this all through the season. Are are, are we right or are we just clutching at straws? Uh, yes, I, I, I like to think we are right uh, when when most teams play against us <laughs> like when when Arsenal and when Tottenham come out and play against us uh, and let us uh, uh, play a bit more of an expansive game then yeah we, we've got a chance it's going to be slightly different with City even with nine men <laughs> like it's they are purring at the moment um, they are probably going to be buoyed by the, the the results this weekend it just seems unfair the the the, the uh, and I know that's rich coming from us from 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 our our past but um you know th- we've got a chance it's eleven men on yeah. on a pitch against eleven men um Anthony Taylor's the referee right <laughs> yeah he's we'll come Man- back he's from Manchester <laughs> yeah we'll come back to that that's another absolutely baffling decision after relegating into a championship game last week and now he gets it you know just to show that obviously. That had real teeth, that sanction. Here he is back with the biggest game of the weekend this coming weekend. Um, I, I I do think it's worth saying that when you look at City's squad this season, it's quite thin. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they lost Mares, uh, They lost uh, uh, Gundogan. Uh, they lost Palmer. Uh, and De Bruyne has not played. I, I think their squad looks thin. Um, Guardiola... Uh, is no better a left back than Colwell. I don't understand that. Pep, I don't understand that. And and uh, so I, I'm just I'm a little bit uh, wary of City's uh, prospects through a long season. I really am. And and we will have the Cole Palmer factor, the 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 the, the factor of the X. Uh, so having said that, Kovacic will probably go and get a goal. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the defensive midfield area does seem to be somewhere where they can... Uh, I mean, they've been capable of dropping a bollock this season, you know, let's face it. Um, Without Rodri. Yeah, I think so. 
I, um, I mean, uh, Rodri is now the best player in that position in the world, in yeah. my mind. Uh, I I went to I went to West Ham, Manchester City, uh, and Rodri was a level above everybody else. And well, Rodri and Alvarez mm. were a level above everyone else on the pitch. They were absolutely sensational. And and I came away from that game a little bit depressed, I have to say, because. I've forgotten who we just played, but but I'd watched Chelsea. Um, I'd watched Chelsea possess the ball in in high percentage uh, numbers throughout the game, mostly just inside the opposition half. So when the opposition got the ball, they were able to counter attack. Manchester City possessed it in the front third of the pitch. Their deepest players, their defenders, their central defenders were 25 yards inside West Ham's half. When West Ham got the ball, Antonio had to run 40 yards just to receive it. He was knackered by the time he got there. He was certainly knackered by 15 minutes of the game gone. Uh, and, and they just completely nullified it. They are their players on a different level. Uh, so if we do get the ball, I think it's going to be harder in transition to hit them straight away because I think everyone's going to have to get into position. I think you've got to play the ball a little bit more against Manchester City, keep it a little bit more before you play it uh, because you'll just get isolated all over the pitch. Well, that does tend to be an issue for us when we're, um, when we're playing on the counter. Um I mean, even last night you saw it a little bit. Not not so much after they'd had the the second player sent off, but um, sorry against Spurs that is. Uh, but you know, we there would be a long ball played forward, basically played into space for Sterling to run onto, and um, on numerous occasions, and this has happened throughout the season, really. Um, there's no one else in the box. There, there might be Jackson in the box, and that's it. And quite often, you know, they're they're up against greater numbers in the defence. But, I mean, what is the way – what's the way that – if there's a way of catching them out, and I'm not expecting either of you guys to to be going into real deep analysis of this, but if there's a if if there's someone who's going to unlock something, who's that going to be for us? Neil? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I If I look at who's played well against Man City – and try to get some clues. Um, I thought in the Champions League final, Inter Milan were pretty good against them. Uh, and what Inter Milan did, they pressed high. They didn't defend in numbers. They pressed all over the pitch. And I know, because it's my job these days to know, that in Italy, everyone thought that Inter Milan uh, matched them and 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 had, you know, had the chance to to win the game, which was utter nuts. They didn't match them at all. What they did was defend on the front foot and they made it very difficult for City. And City didn't get out as much as they could. Um, I would expect Conor Gallagher mm. to do a job on Rodri like he did a job on Jorginho and like he did a job uh, on Basuma. Now, Jorginho is not physical. Basuma, you know, is really physical. Mm. Uh uh, but Rodri is the most physical of the lot, and and Connor's really physical, yeah. and I think I think 
I think a lot of the game will depend on how much Connor can can negate Rodri. Um, if Poch wants to get uh, Connor sent off and Rodri carried off, I don't think that would be an <laughs> awful tactic. Uh, because because um, I, I think... That, it, God, he's a good player. Who, who thought that Rodri... The up and downer from Atletico Madrid. He used to put thirty yard goals in the top corner, but but that was like his main speciality. There wasn't much else. But that's a bit unfair. But there wasn't a lot else. He wasn't in the Spain team. Would become the best midfielder, pivot midfielder in the world. But that's yeah. what he is. Yeah, he's uh, he's the new Angolo. So it's um, Connor. It's Connor to to negate him. Well, that's good. I mean, that's that's a little that's a little spark of brightness because I can see that happening. You know, uh, and as you say, Bissouma is very physical, very athletic um, in a way that uh, not that Rodri's not athletic, but he's not he's not a, he's not a powerful, but he's not what I call a powerful player. Um, Rodri. Yeah. Oh, he is. Well, OK. I mean, I wouldn't he put is. him in the I wouldn't put him in the physicality ballpark oh. of. OK. Yes. All right. Yes. He's a bull. Yeah. All right, I stand corrected. Okay, Ole. <laughs> um, but Connor's Connor's Connor won't shy away. No, absolutely not. Um, I so again, the other thing I would say about City, which would hopefully give us a, a small smidgen of you know a crumb of comfort, is that they're susceptible to being scored against. They don't keep many clean sheets. Now, obviously, that's not a lot of use if they're getting six at the other end and we're only scoring one. However. Um, are we having just stuck four away against Spurs? Are we in a? Are we feeling confident that actually we may have turned a little corner, and there might be some enough confidence in our front players that we can actually cause some problems at that end of the pitch? I I, I think what might happen is 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 the revenge of the ex player. That's what I'm hoping. Like Poch to sort of have some sort of tactical. Uh, uh, stroke of genius uh, and for an ex-City player, whether Palmer or Sterling, to come back and uh, do, have the hoodoo over their old club. And that's that's the hope I'm getting. I don't think there could be many goals, um, but I think uh, if we do win, it'll be, we'll, we'll nick one uh, and yep. uh, and have to... And then it'll back to the ...have wall. to nullify then... Haaland. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's It's... Nullifying Haaland and then worrying about the the rest of the eleven, uh, rest of the ten players. Hmm. Neil, we always do a on here. We always ask people, obviously, for a, a prediction for the game, and we often ask. We often say that uh, you can give a a head prediction and a heart prediction, and it may be that those two things are one and the same for you. But um, give us a scoreline. I know that's probably not your. Uh, it's not the thing that you'd like to do, but. We like to put people under a little bit of pressure here. What do you think the scoreline is going to be? I'm just looking up as I'm talking to you. Mm. A game that I remember uh, that I wasn't at uh, because Chelsea weren't playing. Um, <laughs> and it was, let me just check it out. Here we go. Oh, goodness me. It was it was uh, 2014-15, the year we won the league under Jose when mm. John Terry played every minute. Uh, of this league season. Uh, no, I've got it wrong. Sorry, I've got it wrong. It wasn't there. Uh, I'm looking at the wrong score. But 
It, uh, I remember Tottenham going to Manchester City under Pochettino uh, and winning 1-0. Here we go. Oh, it was... No, actually, it wasn't. It was under Harry Redknapp. It was oh. under Harry Redknapp. They went to Manchester City and won 1-0, 2009-10. The first time they got into the Champions League, that was, uh, um, with uh, Gareth Bale and, and uh, Luka Modric. Yeah. And they won 1-0. And that was when Manchester City had the money for the first time and were really going for the Champions League. And down the years, Tottenham have done a number on City a few times, but particularly with Poch. Um, and And... I think that uh, my biggest hope is that he can pull something out of the bag uh, uh, against them. 2015-16, um, they won 2-1 uh, under Poch at uh, at the Etihad. Following year, when City won the league for the first time under Pep, they drew 2 all. Uh, so uh, there were times when they gave them games. Um, I mean, we've played them. Be able to do it this time. In all honesty, no, I don't. Uh, I would go for a fairly comfortable City win, particularly as they played on a Tuesday and yeah. not a Wednesday. So I'd probably go for a 2-0 City win. But I go with the hope of a 2-1 Chelsea win. We always travel, hopefully. Um, Mooch, come on, mate. You usually either incredibly pragmatic or ridiculously over-optimistic, which is it going to be this I week? I think it's going to be a score draw. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, I think uh, we'll get a goal. Uh, we'll nick a goal early on. We'll try and defend it, and then, uh, then we'll we'll lose our lead and 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 see out a draw. And I'll be happy with that. God, yes. I mean, we've been uh, to be honest, Neil. We've been saying. I said a couple of weeks ago that uh, with the upcoming games we've got against that we had at the time against Spurs, City, and Newcastle, I'd have been content, not happy, but satisfied with coming away with two points and we've already overachieved yeah. on that basis so um i'm hoping that i think uh i mean there are times i'm thinking back to the um Branislav Ivanovic goal the one nil i think it was 2013-14 yeah it was and um you know there's been a couple of other times when we've gone we've sort of traveled hopefully and we've gone up there and and, and won or got a result of some kind um and this is this is at our place of course i i'm I think I think I think almost anything is possible, but I have to agree with you that they are looking again head and shoulders above anyone else. And um my head therefore says three one to City, but my heart says that we can sneak something and we might even might even manage to nick a one all. Uh, it may be uh, again the, the with the help of Mr uh, Mr. Taylor might be uh, <laughs> might be required on that account. But what I mean, you just you alluded to the fact he's from Manchester, Neil. How do you feel about uh, him being given this big game? I mean, obviously, you know he's he's a we're massive fans of him, obviously <laughs> at Chelsea. So, um, <laughs> how do you think what sort of get what, what sort of effect do you think that will have on the game? Um, I, I think he is uh, uh, a a, to a totally honest, uh, uncorrupt and just shockingly bad referee. <laughs> uh, I, I think that the reason he's shockingly bad is he just gets so many decisions wrong, mm. and he gets big decisions wrong. Uh, and and um, 
I don't think that he's necessarily that much worse than any other referee in the Premier League. It's just that he gets the big games, uh, and and that's scrutiny's on. That's just yeah. That's just the problem that we've got, and and. Um, it's dead man's boots, isn't it? Once you're once you're in and you've got your feet under the table, yeah, you know, these, it seems almost impossible to dislodge uh, these guys. You know, even when they have like a, a, a raft of terrible decisions and 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 uh, angry fans behind them. You know, yeah, it, it's hard because there's nobody really in England that's good enough. I don't know if you remember, but when we played our first Champions League game back in '99 at home to Milan. The mm-hmm. thing that shocked me most about the game was the actual quality of the refereeing. I don't remember who refereed it, but he was just so, so, so much better than any Premier League referee. And it was a real shock to me. Um, since then, UEFA's managed to cock up uh, who they use as referees and they bring in referees from small leagues and put them in charge of games between big clubs in big stadia with big atmospheres and they can't manage. And it's all a complete car crash. Yeah. Tom and, Henning of Rabo stopped step forward. And um, and, and so uh, there, there there are any number of of uh difficulties with referees now. Um but but it's it's uh I don't think we should get hung up on Anthony Taylor. I think no. we should get hung up on uh the fact that I think our record at the moment is um that we have won two of our last 15 home games against Premier League and European teams. And those two wins have been against Luton in the Premier League and against Brighton in the Carabao Cup. There are are only home wins against Premier League or or European teams. And and it's... um, and you're talking about beating Manchester City. Mm. That'd be a great stat, wouldn't it? <laughs> who, have who have you beaten in the, the last... I mean, 15, 15 home games is almost a season. 19. Yeah. Uh, although it's cup games against... Not, yeah. not the, uh, against but it, it would be... European teams. But it's almost a season. Who have you beaten in that season? Well, if we could say... Well, we've only managed Luton and Manchester City. There'd be a certain amount of uh, <laughs> a certain amount of. I mean, it would, be, it would be given how we've been this last couple of seasons. It would be properly Chelsea <laughs> to do that, wouldn't it? I mean, um, no, because we haven't beaten teams in the top half of the table. It wouldn't be proper Chelsea. Well, it, it, there needs to be a change, and there be... needs to be a change of attitude. And we need to go out there uh, with a balanced team as far as possible. I don't want someone at left back. Uh, taking on um, uh, whoever they play on the right wing, um, uh, and and struggling against them, and and I mean Bernardo Silva, God, what will yeah. he do to 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 some yeah. of our players? He's but a phenomenal player. The other thing is, if you're Pep, he you might look at Chelsea's short squad and say, "I'll go with my Champions League back four. I'll go Stones, Akanji, uh, Ake." Uh, and he can play Gladiol now at left. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, and, and I haven't even put Ruben Diaz in there. I mean, you know, he's got he's got five big people. They've got Ake, they've got Kovacic. Is Ake tall? And they've got, I know De Bruyne's not fit, but all these ex-Chelsea players mm. in the best team in the country, it sickens me. 
Um, well, on again, on that happy note, I think we've probably come to the end. Are you going to be at the match in an official capacity, Neil, or are you just going as a fan? Uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll be in the press box, hopefully. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, under my American radio uh, guys. Yes, um, Sirius XM still yeah, with but, them. But, uh, yeah, but but um, I won't be doing so much for them in the near future, I don't think. So, okay. so um watch this space. No. Uh, but I will be there for them, uh, I'm expecting, on on Sunday, and um, and I will be punching the air in the press box just to prove my um, passion if we score a goal, <laughs> as I did at Tottenham. Excellent. That's exactly what we want to hear. Gentlemen, I think I'm going to wind it up there. Um, if you're going to the game, enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, keep the blue flag flying high. And uh, I'd like to say a big thank you to Neil Barnett for joining us. Thank you, Spy. Keep the faith. And uh, Mooch, yep. I'll see you again next time, mate. Take care, guys. All the best. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.